The fundamental question that these parables ask is this. Is it possible for someone who has fallen away from the faith, a baptized child, to be brought to repentance? And the answer is yes, a thousand times yes. It has to be yes. Or I'm damned. And so are you. Pastor Peter Bender speaking at the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference. But if we as earthly parents love our children in spite of the fact that they rebel and maybe wander from home, how much more does the Father's love for us in Christ Jesus never cease? That is the birthright that you and I have been given in our baptism. That is our consolation. You can watch and listen to Pastor Peter Bender's teaching, Making the Case for a Dying Man's Consolation, and all of the presentations from this year's conference for a contribution of $300. It's available via on-demand video stream or podcast. Learn more at issuesetc.org. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Well, he healed the sick and afflicted. As the ancient people of Israel entered the promised land under the leadership of Joshua, one of their first barriers was a city called Jericho, a strongly fortified city. They would have to defeat that city if they were going to make any progress in the conquest of the land. So Joshua sends some spies into Jericho. And what happens there is very unusual. They encounter a prostitute who turns out to be, well, at least according to the New Testament, turns out to be a person of faith. By faith, it is Rahab, the prostitute, who hid the two spies and kept them from being captured by the Jericho king. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in live on this Tuesday afternoon, the 1st of August. We'll be teaching a Sunday school lesson on Rahab hiding the spies in Joshua chapter 2 with Pastor Tom Baker. Then Dr. Miriam Grossman, author of the book Lost in Translation, A Child Psychiatrist's Guide Out of the Madness, will discuss Gender Ideology 101 for Parents. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he meant monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Thank you. How did the Israelites enter the land that God had promised them? Well, you'll remember one time 10 spies or 12 spies were sent. And that was right after, soon after they left Egypt. But 10 of the spies came back and said, no, these men are too big for us to control. And so guess what? They didn't go into the land of Canaan. Then what happened was that they spent another 40 years in the wilderness or another 38 years equal to 40. And during that time, God took care of them. But then at the end of that 40 years, we get into the book of Joshua. So this is after Deuteronomy. Joshua, of course, was the sidekick of Moses. And God came to him and said, just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. And you are to take the people into the land of Canaan. And why did God say that? Because this was a promise that he had given to Abraham, that he would be returning to the land of Canaan. 
And so this is one of those messianic promises that Abraham had Isaac from whom would come the seed of the Savior, Jesus Christ. But Joshua would be the one who would get the people to get into the land of Canaan. And so what Joshua does is he takes two men secretly as spies and tells them to go into the land, especially checking out Jericho. And so they went and entered into the land that God had promised them. Why did he send those spies to Jericho? Well, the king of Jericho, he was not one who was a believer. And he found out that the spies had been taken in by a prostitute named Rahab, R-A-H-A-B. And so he told her, behold, men of Israel have come here to search out the land. And the king of Jericho sent to Rahab saying, bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out all the land. And so he hated these spies and he wanted Rahab to turn them in. But the woman, she hid them. And then she lied to the king of Jericho. Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they come from. And when the gate, and that's the gate of the city, was about to be closed at dark, the men already went out. I do not know where they went, but pursue them quickly for you will overtake them. But verse six of Joshua two says, she had brought them up to her roof and hid them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in order on the roof. So the men of the king pursued after them all the way to the Jordan. But of course, they did not find them because they were still hidden in Rahab's house. And so in that way, she protected the spies. Why did Rahab hide the spies? She hid the spies because she herself admits. She went up to the roof and said to the men, and this is in verse nine of Joshua two, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. Because we heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea when you came out of Egypt and also what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Sion and Og, whom you devoted to destruction. And as soon as we heard about this, our hearts melted, and there was no spirit left in any man because of you. 
And then she says something that really ought to be given to the Sunday school children. For the Lord your God, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. In other words, she believed in the God that Moses met on Mount Sinai. Because when she uses the word Lord, in the English, each letter is capitalized, which means she's using the word Yahweh, the name of God found in Exodus 3. So we see here that she has become a believer. She knows that the land is going to be given to Israel, and therefore she protects the spies, lies to the king, and prepares for the coming of the Israelites into the land of Canaan. So what does Rahab tell the spies themselves? Well, she makes the point that she asks them to swear to the Lord. I have dealt kindly with you. Will you also deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and deliver our lives from death. And the two spies said to her, Our life for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. And so they give her a promise that her family will not be put to death. How then did the spies actually escape from Jericho? Well, in the walls of the city of Jericho, there were apartments or homes, and Rahab had one of those. In other words, when she looked out the opening of her house, it was an opening through the wall. And what she did, she took a rope, a scarlet rope, red, and she said to them, go down this rope, down the wall, go into the hills. You should go into the hills and hide because the pursuers of the king still want to encounter you. But hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Then afterward, you may go your way. And the men said to her, we will be guiltless with respect to this oath of ours that you have made us swear. When we come into the land, tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And of course, that will be seen by us. And gather into your house, your father, your mother, your brothers, and your father's household. Then, if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head. We shall be guiltless. But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head. 
so don't tell the business of ours to anyone. Then we shall be guiltless with respect to your oath that you have made us swear. And Rahab said, According to your words, so be it. Then she sent them away, and they departed. And after they went, she tied the scarlet cord in the window. And that was a sign to Israel of where she and her father's family were staying. Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. We are teaching a Sunday school lesson on Rahab hiding the spies in Joshua chapter 2. When the spies return to Joshua, what do they have to say? This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue our adventures in Acts with Pride Goeth Before Destruction. Set apart by the Spirit, Elymas and Paul, God has brought to Israel a Savior, and we bring you the good news. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. It's commonly said that heresies are 90% truth and only 10% wrong, but it's the 10% that subverts all of Christian doctrine and all of Christian teaching by the essential errors that they promote. Well, if you're wondering about heresies, both ancient and modern, you should pick up a copy of the August issue of The Lutheran Witness, where we talk about these heresies, their ancient roots, and how to mark and avoid them. Visit cph.org witness to subscribe or learn more at our website, witness.lsms.org. Lutheran Witness, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective. Real Reformation Radio, you're listening to Issues Etc. Luther Academy provides additional theological education for our mission partners around the world, specifically pastors who are asking for additional education but do not have the necessary resources in their own church bodies. By donating to Luther Academy today, you will be supplying food, housing, books, professors, and travel for Lutheran pastors who attend our conferences. To learn more about Luther Academy and how you can donate today, visit lutheracademy.com, lutheracademy.com. Silicon Valley is a place of cutting-edge innovation which radically changes lives, where science fiction is already in research and development. In the heart of this digital chaos is a sanctuary of constancy and reverence, Hope Lutheran in Fremont, where nothing is new under the California sun where the timeless gospel is proclaimed and the sacrament is celebrated with the historic liturgy that truly changes lives. And thanks to Silicon Valley, you may find us on the web at hopelutheranfremont.org. Lutherans for Life equips Lutherans and their neighbors to be gospel-motivated voices for life. Learn more about their work and check out their numerous pro-life resources at lutheransforlife.org, lutheransforlife.org. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson on Rahab, Hiding the Spies in Joshua Chapter 2. In about 10 minutes, we'll be talking with Miriam Grossman. She's author of the book Lost in Transnation, A Child Psychiatrist Guide Out of the Madness, It'll be Gender Ideology 101 for Parents. Tom, when the spies return to Joshua, what do they report? 
Well, after hiding in the hills three days, they then returned and came to Joshua, and they told him all that had happened. And they said to Joshua, Truly, the Lord has given all the land into our hands, and also all the inhabitants of the land melt away because of us. In other words, they had great fear of the people of Israel. What a contrast to the 12 spies who had gone 38 years earlier and came back and said, there's no way we can destroy these people. They're too powerful. We are like grasshoppers in their midst. So God sent them back into the wilderness for 38 more years to a total of 40 years in the wilderness. And in those 40 years, that was because they had spent 40 days in Canaan checking it out. And 10 of them were totally negative about what God was able to do. But two of them, Joshua and Caleb, were not. So what did God do? He put to death every person who was over 20 years old when they first went into Canaan, so that when Joshua was getting ready to go into the land of Canaan, only their children and grandchildren were prepared to go because they had been born and they were now going to do what God had promised. This is extremely important for the Sunday school teachers to get across to the students that when God makes a promise and he's made promises to the students, no amount of grief, no accident, no sadness, no death can separate them from the love of God. As the Bible study from Romans 8 said last week, all things work together for good. And it's a good practice for the Sunday school teachers to write down some promises from God and then ask the students, how did God fulfill that promise in your life? To remind them that God is a faithful God. And we remember the Bible verse that enduring faith, the CPH material puts, number 625, the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And that means that the Lord gives you what you do not deserve, not because of your good works, because they all fail, but because of the love that God has for you as seen by the death of his son, Jesus Christ, to pay for your sins. That's the point of this lesson where Joshua can be compared even to Jesus in going into a land that seemed to be very strong, but he was not afraid and followed the will of the Lord as Jesus followed the will of the Father all the way to the cross. Finally, what is the long gospel of this lesson? 
the law is, by nature, I am an enemy of God. I'm born with original sin. I don't like what God wants me to do. And so I really deserve death. But because of Jesus Christ, he paid for my sins. And therefore, God adopts me into his family and graciously gives me new life. We, we don't want to end this lesson without talking about that Rahab is in the line of those to whom Jesus is born of the Virgin Mary. How so? She becomes the wife of an Israelite, and their son is called Boaz. And of course, we know very well about Boaz, who married Ruth, and he had a son that finally led to the birth of King David. And so this shows the children. Here is a prostitute who got married legally, stopped her prostitution, and shows that God uses sometimes the most unlikely people, like he did with Matthew, a tax collector, to become his follower. So nobody in the Sunday school class should think that they cannot be a follower of Jesus. And the teacher should encourage them, boys, to think about becoming pastors and the women to think about becoming deaconesses, to serve in the church as Joshua did in bringing people into the promised land of heaven. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thanks. And thank you. Dr. Miriam Grossman will join us for Gender Ideology 101 for Parents. She's authored the book Lost in Transnation, A Child Psychiatrist's Guide Out of the Madness. How do the global flood, circumcision, and the Israelites wandering in the wilderness foreshadow the baptismal flood in Christ? Find out in the Issues Etc. Book of the Month for August, The Baptismal River, Studying the Sacrament Throughout Scripture. This new Bible study is published by Concordia Publishing House, their phone number 1-800-325-3040, or find out more about The Baptismal River at issuesetc.org. The Baptismal River, Studying the Sacrament Throughout Scripture. This fall in creation is bested by tornado, hurricane, flood, pandemic, and more. LCMS Disaster Response helps our congregations, their pastors, and other church workers to reach out to their members and neighbors with mercy, which flows from Christ to altar. We offer quality volunteer training, help for congregational readiness and response, and disaster grant funding. To learn more, visit lcms.org disaster. That's lcms.org disaster. Are you a young, single, confessional Lutheran looking for a future spouse or friends who share your faithful confession of Christ? St. John Lutheran Church in Sycamore, Illinois, is hosting its second annual Singles Retreat on Saturday, August 5th. This retreat is for high school grads through age 30. 
Visit stjohnsycamore.org and select the Young Singles Retreat icon. That's stjohnsycamore.org. Many educational institutions are governed by the whims of culture and are increasingly hostile to the Word of God. In contrast, Faith Lutheran School in Plano, Texas, provides classical Lutheran education rooted in God's Word for students preschool through grade 12. Simply put, we equip students to stand firm in the faith through solid education focused on wisdom and virtue. We offer in-person instruction as well as live online classes for remote learning. To learn more, visit flsplano.org, flsplano.org. The light of God's Word in a world of darkness. You're listening to Issues Etc. Thanks to the following congregations for standing with us by becoming an Issues Etc. congregational sponsor. Calvary Lutheran, Indianapolis, Indiana. Faith Lutheran, Rogue River, Oregon. Hope Lutheran, Hampton, Virginia. Lamb of God Lutheran, Papillion, Nebraska. Our Redeemer Lutheran, Cedar Falls, Iowa. Prince of Peace Lutheran, San Diego, California. Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran, Perrysburg, Ohio. St. Paul Lutheran, Chatfield, Minnesota. The Good Shepherd Lutheran, Inglewood, California. And Zion Lutheran, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Find out how your confessional Lutheran church can support this worldwide outreach by including issues, etc. in your mission or advertising budget. Just go to issuesetc.org. Click Support Donate and print a one-page flyer. When your congregation becomes an Issues Etc. sponsor, we'll publicize your church on the podcast, at our website, and in the Issues Etc. journal.